Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. So, as I've been on this Snatch 40s weight loss journey, one of the most important things that I've learned is that what I eat is more important than how much I work out. I mean, I can't be out here eating crappy foods and think that I'm really going to get the results that I want. And if your schedule is as busy as mine has been lately, sometimes it really is just easier to have someone else cook for me, but I don't want the guilt that usually comes from me heading to a drive-thru that shall remain unnamed. But guess what? If you're in the Omaha, Nebraska area, you're in luck because Viva Fit Kitchen offers Mexican-inspired meal prep and personalized fitness support. Now, I just got put on to them, and I had their zucchini enchilada casserole with turkey, the Viva Fit bowl with chicken, and the salmon and zucchini meal. Now, the meals are delicious, but they're also affordable, and I didn't even have to leave the house because the food was delivered to me. Now, if that sounds as good to you as it was to me and you're ready to jump on that, go ahead and check the episode notes for the link to the website. And now you can go ahead and enjoy the show. Bye. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's me, Tamara, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. For all my new listeners, New episodes drop every Thursday, so make sure you check me out again. Um, I generally talk about my life and how I'm trying to grow. This is just a different episode I do once a month. We'll get more into that later. And then for all my day ones, etc., thank you so much for continuing to rock with me, support me, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. Make sure you're following me on social media. So all my social media handles can be found at my website, which is TamaraTheDawn.com. If you're watching, you can see that at the bottom of the screen on my site or whatever. And then um, let's go ahead and do the weekly podcast shout out. So this week we got Oversaturated the Podcast. This is a podcast I listen to. It's a regular in my rotation. They talk about, it says... For their on their website that they discuss hip hop, movies, pop culture, and everything in between. They're funny. I even learned stuff from them about they just talk about a lot of different topics. So the link to their website will be in the episode notes. And then get y'all some merch. Um, it's gonna be t-shirt season, it's still hoodie season somewhere in the world. I got all kinds of stuff that you can check out on either of the merch tabs on my website, which again is TamaraTheDawn.com. If you want to support me, you know what I'm saying? If you just want to buy me some coffee to help support the Tam special, or if you just want to, you know, send me some money, you can go to the support tab on my website and anything is appreciated. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. We are going to do a movie review, 
shout out to Spence because he gave us the suggestion for us to do the first bad boy. So if there is anything you want to, you know what I'm saying? Hear us review, let us know. Otherwise we just going to do what we want to do and keep it rolling. But without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host. I guess we'll just, that's kind of, you know what I'm saying? They have definitely been on here more than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So We'll go ahead and start with Cedric. Why don't you, you know, tell the I'm people in. who you are and tell us how your week was. How's your week been? We'll go, we'll do all that. What's that? Uh, my week's been great, actually. Um, weather's getting nice. Can't really mm-hmm. complain about that, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I've been out a little bit more, mm-hmm. trying a little bit different restaurants, oh, okay. going to a little different spots and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's been a great week. I think Appreciate you asking that, but um, now Cedric, um, my my Twitter handle, Instagram handle is uh, at CLW fifty one. Mm. Um, I do have a uh, photography Instagram called uh, man it says photography. I actually almost <laughs> forgot about it. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me on those. And yeah, yeah, week's been great. <laughs> all right, Baylor, you up next? How your week been and all that other good stuff? Um, it's been good. Uh, it's not, it's not over. I got a lot of, uh, got a busy rest of the week coming up, but today I did get my first vaccine shot. Mm. So my, so my arm is a little sore. Mm. Uh oh. If I don't make Uh-oh. it through, if I don't make it through the episode, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> no play, no play. There's no, I'm at work. Y'all come get me. You know what I'm, man, my, my our granny, she got the vaccine and so I didn't even know that. Mm, mm. You would know if you talked to her, you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm, damn. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Nah, but uh yeah, I, I try to call her like once a month and I have not always done that, but she been having her strokes and all this health stuff. So but I say all that to say she was fine, like she said the first time, I don't even think she said her arm was sore the first time. And then the second time, she was cool. Because I was like, I'll knock all Pfizer shit over if something happened to my granny. But, yeah. So, you probably be all right, Baylor. Hopefully. Don't die on the episode. Till they hit that button. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, Outside of that, uh. Yeah, like I said, I got the rest of the week, so my son got a tournament. Look forward mm-hmm. to that, and then that's it. Um, yeah, no, that's it. All right, you all can, right. You can find me at Baby the Great on all social media platforms. Uh, very much so uh, on Twitter. Do not come for me. I got Kellers on the payroll. <laughs> uh, I do have the Baylorism brand. Don't. Send me a DM saying you like certain things and then don't send me the money. Mm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, me, it's been a good week. I, uh, y'all know I've been on my little Snatch 40s journey. I'm always talking about it or posting about it, which really it's, it's twofold when I do that. It's one, it keeps me accountable now that I've made it kind of like this public journey. That's, honestly what kind of helps keep me going but then 
like if I just post a progress pic randomly out of nowhere, especially on Facebook, and then I get the people, what are you doing? And that's annoying because it's not like I just, like I've been grinding, you know what I'm saying? But I've been switching up my workouts a little bit just to kind of not feel bored or feel like I'm just doing the same old, same old. So one day, Gotta hit, do that. yeah, hit the treadmill and did, you know, alternating running and walking just to kind of still have that hit type workout or whatever. And so just seeing myself come back to workouts that I used to maybe struggle with before, but you know, your boy Bully Juice, his workouts are, that dude is insane. Just if you follow him on Instagram or check out his YouTube videos, but especially on Instagram, he'll post content of him doing stuff like push-ups next to a bench. And then he pushes and jumps in the air and lands on the bench and keeps, but with smooth, you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> he's crazy or he'll, uh, even his wife is hella strong where they be doing stuff where she'll lean backwards and lift him in the air and then put their kids. Cause they got, you know, two daughters and she's basically holding up all, I don't know. It's just crazy, but I'm seeing where doing his workouts, and then if I come back to the treadmill, it feels easier because it's like, oh, I'm just running. Like, I'm not doing burpees or uh, steam squats or whatever the heck they call it. So, yeah, my week been cool. I actually had today off, so that was nice to just – I think I'm going to start taking a day off once a month just because so I can – I don't know, have some time to myself because, you know, the girls will either be at work, school, whatever. So, yeah, my week been cool, too. So, ah, bad boys won. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. Uh, right. Man, <laughs> this movie was, and I've seen it before, but Watching it as 40-year-old me, I had so mm. many questions throughout the movie that I was just like, so I guess I'll start just with this. I don't. I know they was in Miami or where, wherever they live, but I just literally could not with Martin walking around with some Jodeci boots, some baggy pants, a wife beater, and a vest. Uh -huh. And yeah. that's that's his, like, what that's what you wear as a cop? I ain't never seen they didn't not, look like cops, yeah. Not even <laughs> on uh, what's that CSI Miami because they was in Miami, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen that type of stuff where he just I don't know. So that I was mean, that I just, mean, when you get to that detective level, you know, um, you, you know, you take that risk of walking around and those uh those Versace shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it just yeah. But the so, thing is, it let's just be real. It didn't age well. Mm -mm. If you really think no. about it, I think we got we got we got we can't do that though because for that time it was something it was something spectacular for many yes. different reasons. 
Uh, these were two of the two of the top black sitcoms in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we got to see. We already know about Will Smith. Will Smith is very versatile when it comes to acting. Oh yeah. But but seeing Martin in that space, yeah. you know that was that was something different. You know what I mean? And even though I consider it like a a comedy action, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Um, but we know we we know we're going to get the comedic side from them too. But it was still good to see them play a more serious role, mm-hmm. and that's why it's a hood classic because it's something that we wanted from a lot of different movies where are the idea of pairing two uh, highly respected comedians. I guess you could say. I mean, I know Will Smith hasn't had a stand up, but. He's a comedian to me. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, you know what I mean? So to see them two pair up and not only, you know, after the first one, we 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 wanted the second one and we've been wanted the third one. Yeah, uh, right, so, right. you know, and you don't get the third one without having the first one. And this is this is the baby. And it's interesting because what I liked about the third one, and even though this isn't what this is about, but it gave us some backstory that, I mean, obviously they wrote it, made it up, you know what I'm saying, after the fact, but it gave us backstory on even what was going on before we saw them become partners, because we always just saw them as partners. We never knew that, you know, he had been doing some deep undercover work prior to that and everything that transpired to bring about his son. So I do like that about the third one but back to the first one yes i will give you that that for the culture those things yes it in that time and whatever it was cool but logistically on some of that stuff even at any realm in police world it did not make sense because first of all since when do witnesses talking about julie Mm-hmm. When do they get to tell you I'm going to your house and you just bring some random girl random. That, that you don't even know her like you knew Maya or whatever, you know, her homegirl's name. Oh, was. Ma- Max. Max. Yeah. yeah, you knew her. You don't even know this. Ch- you don't even to be honest. You really don't even know if that's really her homegirl and you just roll with it and you just take her to your boy's house. Not just your boy, though, your partner's house. Leave her in there. And like, where is that realistic at any point in the police world? That just that's (laughs) that's not is it's not realistic, but I can kind of understand where they was coming from, because this this is you got to remember this is a hundred million dollar heroin case so any any um i would say anybody that's involved in that case you got to do things outside of the guidelines meaning you might have to store with it because something that serious uh, that that case being that that big and you we've seen it in the third movie those witnesses will come up missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I look, the the, the black community knows how much of a protective custody, a joke mm-hmm. about protective yeah. custody. Yeah. They, they get to these goddamn because 
we already know they might be paying. So Hell, might, even you know, on yeah, power. But listen, even on power, we saw that with Dre because mm-hmm. he was supposed to be in protective custody yeah. and all them niggas got killed and then he, he killed Donovan <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But I mean, yeah, so I mean, I get that. Yeah. But, and, either, and these are two detectives who are actually not crooked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe, you know, I, maybe we should have seen them speak on dirty cops or something like that within uh, the workplace and things like that. Then that would give us probably a different perspective on why they took special care of this witness. Yeah, yeah. Because what? even... Oh, go ahead. No, I was listening to y'all talk. One thing that I, I noticed about the first one and... and because y'all got to remember, because that, that movie came out in, like, 95. I was born in 92. I know. So you I were, actually, like, three. <laughs> yeah, so I actually seen the second one before I seen the first one. Mm. And watching the first one again, it made me really, like, it, it, it reminded me of the second one a lot. So it was actually kind of funny that you said that, Baylor. Like, it was like it didn't age well. It's almost like they redid it. The second one almost as because the second one, if you watch the second one, it almost has the same exact premise. You got your girl, she gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah she, they sister. took out that. Yeah, they took out the one part that you said that didn't make any sense, Tam, mm-hmm. about the witness. I and mean, yeah. I, I was about to say that exactly as well too. There's a lot of um, bodies that hit the floor in that movie, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot and, of but, bodies. The movie ended ex- almost exactly the same. You got the car scene driving up to the whole ending of the shootout and it, it was almost very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And like you said, cause when I was watching number one, it didn't make any sense either. I was like, man, this didn't age well too. But then when I was watching it, I was just like, man, this is just like bad boys too. Like exactly like bad boys too. So when you said that, I was just like, what if they just tried to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of come back with it. Cause the third one was completely different. Like you yeah. said, they went to a backstory and told you they, about they, Will. But they knew they had to, though. They they knew they had to make three so different because, again, they had they also had different storylines within the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I when I was younger, of course, I wanted to be Mike Larry. But as an adult, but as an yeah. adult, I totally understand where Marcus come from. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially because you are married with kids and gotta you know think about that stuff. I liked. I mean, I guess since we're just seem to be talking about all of them right now, which is this what it, it is what it is. The third one, I like how, and I think Cedric, we were talking about this earlier, how the daughter grew up, her and Reggie are married, and yeah, you know what I'm saying. Good. So I like that they they didn't go too far away. Like, yeah, it was a different movie, but they kept some of the key things that made. Like, if she would have been married to somebody else, we would have been like, well, damn, what happened to Reggie? Just because yeah. <laughs> that was such a key part of, like, do you know how many... People memes? still remember that. Remember yeah, that you know how thing. many times I still see that? Um, <laughs> It was interesting to see uh JoJo, because that's the dude from The Sopranos, and I've been actually re-watching that. Like, I started yeah. it over whenever and i'm on season two now because that was my show back then um so it was interesting to see him because i'm like damn you just always playing these drug dealer ass (laughs) criminal (laughs) roles like i don't know it was kind of funny um but what didn't 
it's interesting because you know watching it from the beginning and you see Fouché and and this dirty cop that we don't know he's a cop until he gets killed and he's still in dope and all these things and and when later when they're in the house and he got Max there and he's talking about some well I brought my family to you and this that and the other in my mind I'm like okay so you see how this man is why would you cross this man like why would you even you saw this man tell this nigga you the decoy shoot him kill him and he didn't even know nothing about that so you see he's grimy like i don't know where is your common sense to where you thought that was gonna be cool you know what i'm saying to steal his dope i don't know that didn't make sense to me well maybe he felt like okay i got he was kind wow. of a weird character anyways. Yeah, I mean, I got to shoot him some bail. I got to shoot him some bail because maybe he probably thought because he was, I don't know if he was a former. Yeah, he was a former. Okay, so being even being a former fed, like that still holds a lot of weight. You know what I mean? Uh, you're still a part of the gang. You just, mm. you just don't have to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But maybe he felt like he had a somewhat a little bit of power mm-hmm. with him being in the you know or he owned that boogie sugar <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and that should make you do some crazy things you know that's what i thought it was kind of more like it's yeah. it's something i guess yeah that but max sense. max for years and when, I, when I, i'm talking about years i've always felt like yo she did not have to die she didn't I, but then, you know, after a couple of edibles and <laughs> after watching Power and after watching Snowfall and getting into that that drug world, I'll never I'll never be a part of it. But you want to make sure there's no loose ends. Yeah. And so if he was to allow them to leave and still kill him. They're going to come question them anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, damn, Max. Like, don't, way, take, don't, go, don't go to work that night. Like, don't you know, work that night. But you know what? What I will give Fouché, um, because, and I think it's because she was a woman, I love the way he, like, tried to be not gentle with her, but in a sense, like, let her not know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you look so pretty. You know, can you model for me? And then shoot her almost like creating a false sense of, sense of safety for it. Now it's manipulative as hell. I'm not, but I'm just saying I noticed a difference in how he killed her versus how he was trying to do Julie because he saw Julie as a threat. He like, yeah, he needed to tie the loose ends up with Max for sure, but she hadn't really done anything. She really was just wrong place, wrong time. But Julie was like, oh, this bitch, she working with the feds. She trying to snitch. Like, he was going to do her dirty. But she was moving too fast, though. Yeah. So the, fast, the faster you move, the more upset I'm about to get because I, <laughs> I, need, I need everybody in here dead. Yeah. yeah. And, but I ain't going to lie to you, Max... That that one hurt me. That one hurt me. Cause I'm it, like, and it was I just quick say, too. Yeah, you know what? 
like I said, I'm more closer to understanding Marcus than I am of Mike Lowry because mm-hmm. too much shooting, mm-hmm. too much death, and I got a family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, and then I like I said I, before we started recording, I told you I watched it like a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Watching that in this climate, knowing you know, watching and seeing what's happened been happening over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. innocent black woman. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For nothing. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. Yeah. First thing I thought. And it, it I mean, but the thing about it is it would have been Julie too if she wouldn't have got away. You know what I'm saying? It just happened to be yeah, but you know what? I mean it, it uh okay, I can't say that. I don't want to get canceled. Oh man! Oh, um, but, but, but Julie is with us, though. She's with us. <laughs> She's with us. She's with That's us. Funny. Um, it was uh, dang, what was I about to say? Man, you said something that sparked something, and and I lost it. But whatever, I'll just go here. It was interesting as, as an adult seeing uh, Marcus and his wife's marriage and just how like, okay, for one, I mean, I get it that women want quality time and all that stuff, but at the same time, I just kind of feel like she was a little bit unreasonable in my opinion. Now, when he lied, we'll get into that in a second. But I just feel like I didn't understand. Now, granted, there wasn't really a backstory for us to know why it was the way she was. But I just, it just seemed like. Oh, no, I can can help you out with that. Okay, go ahead. I can definitely help you out with that. (laughs) Um, She did seek up a lot of attention from him. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I can understand being a married man. My wife told me today, she said, you know, some things that we had to do. And she said, and I want you to come back downstairs and give me all of your attention. She said it exactly like that. Mm. That's that's loco for one. Okay. Mm. When a woman tells you that, I want you to come back downstairs and give me all of your attention. Crazy, but I married her. So the thing is, <laughs> I think, I think, I think, and I don't want to say all women, but some women feel that way. Like I need my attention. On top of that, he's a he's a detective. So he puts his life on the line every day. So I'm pretty sure there's some shifts where he doesn't come home or he's working late, stakeouts, shit like that. And it's like one thing that she she didn't uh, I, I don't I don't feel like she understood was he too was trying to be in her space. Mm-hmm. Throughout all three movies, he like, look, I can't. He kept telling Mark, he kept telling Mike, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be with my family. Mm-hmm. And so when you said about the lie, I totally understand why we do lie. We lie see, in situations where we don't that have That lie was to. so petty, man, though. That man, lie he's was, a detective. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, he could have just easily you? just been like, yeah, yeah we, I, I got to be him. We I have be to me. do this. You made this whole ass lie about I got to <laughs> yeah. go to Cleveland. But, yeah. I made the peanut. And then you get caught. And then so it's kind of like. He made a big lie. It's twofold, though, because I feel like now I don't know if he was a cop when they got married or if he became a cop after, because I kind of, as a woman, 
if that's what she signed up for, like, I, I don't know. I just felt like there was animosity that I didn't understand. Like, as a kid, I just rode with it. But as an adult, I'm like, it's not like he's cheating. He's working and you know what his job is. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're not, and I don't know. I, I'm not married. But and, see what happened when Mike was in the room and she got a little close to him with the pictures. Don't don't take that as yeah. a little innocent little picture, little. That wasn't <laughs> and, innocent. And, I got, and, I'm, and I'm glad you said that. A pure, <laughs> a pure marriage will still have to deal with jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's just in us. Just like when when he was over the phone or whatever, and, and you can hear them talking, oh, you know, yeah. looking, looking at looking at the pictures, and Mike yeah. put it back in, like stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That just it, sounded wild. It sounded wild, right? Yeah. And yeah. he was like, "Go be with my babies in the house." Yo, look, this is before Facetime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So it's right. like you haven't been, you haven't. Not only have you haven't seen your wife. But you haven't been with your wife. Yeah. You know what she I mean? She wasn't giving it up barely before that. Exactly. So yeah. that right there sparked up all type of shit in your head. So, and going back to the whole lie, the reason why I said I can understand it is because I'm not saying that he was right in doing it. I just, I just know as a man in general, whether you're in a relationship, single or married, like sometimes you're put in a situation where no matter if you tell the truth, you're going to look bad. And like I said, when you're married and there's going to be droughts and stuff like that, and not just sexually, but like just verbally, like niggas are like, y'all become roommates for the day. Like, nigga, I ain't, I'm not messing with you today. You know what I mean? So y'all, when you're going through those spells and stuff like that, she started to pop up. And then, you know, this, now look, I'm not going to lie to you. You think I'm cheating with this? <laughs> you know, what I mean? that's what I'm gonna get. That's what I'm gonna get upset about. You right. ain't really now. If it was Max, okay, you got you got a you got me a little. Got me. <laughs> but Julie, Julie with 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 little Duke and and no, I don't even <laughs> care about her. These damn dogs. And I but I feel like <laughs> he was he could have said, look, and then again, it's a movie, so they got to keep us entertained. Yeah. But he could have yeah. said, like, no, this is what it was. I actually lied and told her in the moment, but this is what it really is. And everybody has to be there. Mike and Julie need yeah. to be there. Mm-hmm. Cool. All been like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I guess, yeah, because I mean, I was married. I was a lot younger when I was married. So I have a way different mindset, but I can't say that because of like the foundation that our marriage was on, it wasn't really me demanding this or demanding that or whatever not because it was good but that's just not really who I was as a person then because I didn't really know what I wanted needed insecurities brokenness all kinds of stuff and just being young um so I guess though now I I guess I could say that I know just like as I've you know, met different dudes that I've been talking to doing this whole little online dating thing. One thing I know about me is that I have to feel taken care of emotionally before, you know, anything else could pop off. So I get that. So I get that part. I just, and maybe I'll just let it go because it is just a movie. And there was a lot of stuff, of course, they left out. 
But I'm just like, why is it like y'all beefing? Why is it like you like? Why do you did he cheat before? Because why it? Why did you think he was cheating? Did she cheat before? Why do you think she would cheat with your boy? Like there, I don't know. There's just certain things that. But but you know what? Like it's I that said, drought, man. Like yeah, said, it can like drought. yeah. It, you don't necessarily have to have a history of cheating on either side. It's just that's just what it is. Especially like with some men, and believe it or not, I'm about to snitch on some men. Like we have <laughs> insecure moments too, just like women do. And it could be it could be us looking at scrolling through IG, looking at IG models. It could be y'all seeing football players and saying. I like Travis Kelsey. I, I can't wait to my, my wife told me she was like, who's that? I was that's like, that's, that white, that's that white boy from <laughs> yeah. Kansas. Yeah. I was like, that's Travis Kelsey. She was like, mm. Mm. I was like, I'm about to scroll up IG then. <laughs> no, but um that's, but that's just what it is. Like I said, it could be it could be an honest, it could be an honest marriage, but you know, jealousy at times is gonna seep in there because it's an ongoing battle. And at the same time, like I said, like you just said, it's a movie. So those that type of interaction had to spark up the comedy as well. Yeah, that's true. That's you know what I mean? So we don't get the classic, no, Mike, put it back in. Stop. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm driving straight there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not falling. I'm, I'm not I'm not falling in no in no pool. No, I'm not sneaking nothing. I'm kicking down my door. Like put you put put what back in? <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody getting socked up. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that, I mean but and I guess giggles, he probably ain't heard them giggles in, in years. Right. I mean <laughs> She he ain't spent time with her, so right. she's showing him pictures, talking about he would kill me if he knew. Then why was you showing him? But you know, it is what it is. A quality time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, it was it was good though to see young, you know what I'm saying, young Martin and I mean, you don't really see him in yeah. much anymore. And I forgot how funny he is. I don't watch Martin. Like, I know a lot of people just watch Martin all the time and whatnot. That's not me. And it's not like I don't like it. I just don't watch TV like that. But I forgot just how funny he is. And um, I don't know. It was good to see, like you said, Baylor, two at that time, the top black sitcoms mm -hmm. or whatever come mm -hmm. together bloods and crips unite you feel me yeah. in a situation where you know so many times it's always people trying to put people against people like it's like people can't just and i don't know that that was a thing back then but i see it more now where it's like somebody can't just seem to exist in a space without being compared to somebody else right. like, and it's weird because it's like oh, I'm trying to they think don't want of, you to succeed. I think of who it was recent. Oh, like how people compare power and snowfall. They are literally not the same show at all. Uh, like the only thing that's similar <sighs> that wasn't even really as heavily focused on in power is the drugs. 
like drugs were in power, but that wasn't the main focus like it is Snowfall. And it's like, I don't understand why things can't exist and just be its own thing. Like, why does everything, I will see so many people on Facebook and Twitter say, oh, this ain't better than power. It ain't even the same type of show. It's not like. Because they want you to succeed, but they don't want you to be better than them. Hey, or they don't want to feel like that you're better than them. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like we critique movies, I critique you know scary movies as well, and it's like, but I, I give my opinion, but not to the point where I'm trying to persuade you to like my right, opinion. Right. And because honestly, I don't know what people want from movies. I really right. don't. They 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 have their complaints and even their praises. Well, they have their complaints and they don't never they never have a solution or yeah. alternate, you know, option or yeah. something like that. And I'm like, people gonna look, because I'm gonna like certain things that I'm gonna like certain movies that's not considered a classic or far from a classic or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just take it for what it is. Like the only time I'm very judgmental on these type of films is if I expected a certain director or a certain or to, or to have a certain cast or whatever. But even then, if they do well, then I'm not complaining. You know what I mean? Like, cause I felt like when it came to Bad Boys 3, that particular uh, storyline, I honestly didn't care for, but I seen how they tied it all in and how they made it make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could make it different. They could pick a whole totally different storyline, but they stuck with that. And that's that. I'm not going to tell people just because I didn't like the storyline that the movie wasn't that good. Yeah, I, because even with, um, you know, how Sister Soldier Part 2, so she had the coldest winner ever, and I cannot think of the name of this new book, uh, Life After Death, I think. But the coldest winner ever, because, like, I've always been a fan of black novels like the zane books the the sister soldier books or whatever and um so i read the coldest winter ever back in the day and then now she like 20 years which is probably not an exaggeration i believe it's 20 years later she dropped part two which is i'm pretty sure it's called life after death if it's not google it because i ain't even about to look it up right now it ain't that serious but um again when I, w- I was listening to shout out to views i was listening to their podcast earlier today and um ivan was talking about just the reviews that he's seen i mean and i saw them too because i went on apple books to see if i want just to see how much it is but also to see if they have an audio book of it so i guess nia long is reading the audio version of the book or whatever and some of the reviews i saw were just talking about like i'm talking about one star you know what i'm saying and this was terrible and blah 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 didn't really say what could have done better kind of like you said no solution nothing just this is terrible but then i saw some people that said this book was really good if you were sitting here thinking that it was gonna be the exact same thing that it was 20 years ago. Why would you think that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like even with the second coming to America, so many people I watched it. 
I'm not going to like really get all off into the movie because it's not that serious, but we watched it. Me, Audrey, Chris, Jay, Autumn, we all will do like movie dates. And so we watched it together and we were texting through it. And like for, for such a time as this, that number one, everybody is still alive. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't do no 30 year from now, black Panther, like let's be real and have the same people. So there's that. It's just the fact that everybody was alive to do the movie. They kept some of the key parts that were, a part of the movie, but also remember it's 30 years later and he didn't, he already came to America to find his wife. They got married, got some kids. Like it's not, it's not going to be the same. And I just think people just, like you said, I don't be understanding what people want or why they can't just enjoy something just, or I don't know. I mean, the thing Uh is, people have the right to critique it, you know what I mean? Because that's what, you know, you put it out there for people to watch it, so we're going to critique it. It's just that, I don't know. It's the comparison that I'm talking about. It's the the cancel culture mixed in with people just complaining all the time, and I feel like it's becoming a trend to where Mm -hmm. people feel comfortable complaining about everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you could like a movie that might not be a classic instantly or anything like that. It might not even age well, but if you truly like it, then just, you know what I mean? Just roll. You don't have to roll with everybody else. I personally like Coming to America too, and I know right. the difference between an R-rated movie and a PG-13 movie. I know what I'm going to get. And I know mm-hmm. what I'm not going to get. Mm-hmm. And I'm smart enough to know that they can't go R-rated, not in this era. You know what I mean? No, because not this era. You have to tippy, you have to tippy toe around some of those jokes. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they brought in a broad audience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we all we we stay sitting there complaining about movies that's supposed to just be for us. They uh, they made this for everybody to watch. You know, whatever. this is where mm-hmm. I struggle. Ooh, oh, well, I'm gonna say it. This is where I struggle with the mindset of thinking that. Okay. Okay, let me let me get my thoughts right. We need to be represented in all spaces. But and I so yes, we do. I also though think that sometimes people get into the mindset of it should be for us like oh, man, I want to get this right. Like but also we a lot of times don't support us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we we can't always only solely depend on us for anything. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can, so I'm not generalizing, but there are a lot of times that you can. So I just I'm always all about unity and I'm always about we all need to work to try to figure out how to exist together because we are not in a, it's not realistic for us to think we're about to have some black utopia. I don't know where we're going to go to have that. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be representation because we should be represented in all spaces. I'm not saying that there's not systemic things in place because we know there are, you know what I'm saying? So this is not what that's about, but this is about when you get into, like you were just saying, people getting mad because it's appealing to a broader audience, but look how we bash 
stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you do have the right to critique, but I'm talking about where it's the comparison of you don't like it because it's not the same as what it was 30 years ago. It, how does that make sense? What is he divorced Lisa and he trying to go to America to find a new wife? Like that's where I struggle with. I think a lot of people stuff all the time now. Yeah. It goes back in time. I you then, know what I think it is? I think a lot of people have an issue with separating different genres. So like in this era everything is like available now. Mm-hmm. And so we're all over the place watching different things. Like one minute I'm watching Snowfall, the next minute I'm watching WandaVision, then I'm watching some uh behind behind her eyes on Netflix. That's a good show, by the way. But you're watching all these different shows that trigger different types of emotions, but they also have different plots, different they some might have plot twists, some are thrillers, some are action, and then but we're fed all of this content and whatever we like the most, like power and snowfall, when we get another project that's similar to that, that has something to do with drugs, it's like, well, it's not better than this. Why? Because it has the same type of content <laughs> that you're comparing it to. Because I could tell the difference between a snowfall, uh, a power and an Ozark. All three of those have something to do with drugs, but all three of them are going a different route on the content. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know if people know how to separate that. And you should be old enough and wise enough and smart enough to know the difference between an R-rated film and a PG-13 film. Yeah, mm-hmm. That you know the content is going to be extremely different going either way. You know what I mean? And that the rated R is going to limit a certain amount of people. This PG-13 allowed my kids to come in and watch it mm-hmm. without me saying, you know, cover your eyes, yeah. you know what I mean, or cover your ears. Mm. Like they brought in not only the kids, but the white folks as well, mm. and everybody else. So, and that's uh, why it's number one. And and see what people got to remember when it comes to content. And this is where I struggle with. Man, I couldn't even imagine if this was like my job—not podcasting, but just being in any industry. And that because like part of why I think like, you know, what if somehow somebody offered me a deal or something? I struggle with that because of the politics of this industry, because what people got to understand is when you are trying to create content, for most people, you're doing it because you want a lot of listens, a lot of views, a lot of whatever. So why would they only appeal? to just R-rated crowd or just, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just way, especially right now with it being on the movies, theaters ain't really open like that. And you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to get as those couples necessarily that's trying to get away from their kids and go to the movies. Everybody's together all in the house. Now, I don't know when they started filming this, but in my opinion, it was smart to make it a family-friendly movie since we all at home anyway and ain't got nothing else to do. But, you know what I'm saying? Right. Watch watch stuff together. Because like you said, I mean, my kids are older, but if my kids were young, 
they wouldn't have been able to watch it with me because, you know, like Power, when I was first watching Power, I never watched Power with my kids. And even technically, I, I watched like one episode with my son and it was just hella awkward. And he was an adult then, but it was still awkward because, man, that was back when Ghost and Angie was on that. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, so and, and you know, and you know, if you do allow your kids to watch it, that's extra work that you got to do because now yeah. you have to explain mm-hmm. why this is happening, why this is happening. Whereas yeah. a PG thirteen film, you you already know what the ending is before the movie starts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they they're gonna give you the Disney answer, but look, man, it's I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I let but- I let I let, I allow people to. The voice their opinions or whatever, but I don't. They tell me not to go see a movie. I'm still gonna go see it. If I yeah, watch it. I'm just like I uh, was telling Ivan. I'm still gonna read this book because I love the first one. And some things you just got. Most things I need to experience for myself. Now, unless you telling me yeah. somebody was in there saying some crazy prayer to have satan come rain on earth or something that's different you know what i'm saying i don't need to experience that for myself but outside of that it's kind of like the thing with content though kind of like you were saying there's so many different things but there's room and there's space for all of them i literally listen to and if you follow me on twitter you're seeing how i'm doing it now where i'm just tweeting out my whole rotation for the day because it's just I still want to do it how I do it where I'm using my platform to like spotlight other people that maybe someone on my you know followers never heard of them or never whatever I still want to do that but I want to do it in an efficient way instead of what I was doing before it was just too too time consuming um but if you pay attention I'll listen to like 10 okay maybe not 10 five six seven different shows that are all podcasts so they're all the same uh i guess industry but they're all different things but see the difference is i can differentiate what i'm gonna get from btg for president versus i don't know views or versus uh who else so i oversaturated the podcast or autumn you know audrey chris jay i could differentiate what i'm gonna get and i'm not gonna expect you to start busting out an old school smooth groove on your show i'm not gonna expect uh you know chris to do a shut the fuck up award on her show and that's where i think people I don't know if I just think deeper into things. Not, I'm not saying that in a like throwing shade. I I do think deeply about things, or I don't know why the comparison it just never makes sense to me. Unless you comparing, because even with power and ghost, I so thought I was gonna be comparing them until I started realizing, and I was kind of like, I don't even know if I'm gonna like this. If you just gonna do the same old, same old even within the same franchise with some of the same people, even that was different. The only thing that was the same is that Tasha was still in jail at first. Ghost is 
I guess still dead. I don't know. Ghosts never die. So you, so you, know, you go. I hate ghosts. them conspiracy therapy. Boy. <laughs> People ever want to Tupac everybody, boy. Machiavelli the dog. Hey man, he said Tupac, it. Everybody. Nah, boy. but you know Let what I'm saying. Man, rest in peace. Yeah. Well, not rest in peace. <laughs> rest, rest in power. Right. Right. <laughs> Nah, but you know, the comparison just, I just think people need to allow things. I mean, I see it in sports, I see it in whatever, and I'm just, I ain't, I don't, I don't, you ain't even got to defend sports or go there because I don't watch sports like but that. But how often do we actually say, man, the second and the third one was that much better than the first? The first one is going to be the classic before the second and the third one is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And look, look where these, look where some of this content come from. Don't get me wrong, there's some, directors out there that could think of some off the off the just space shit but most of the content is coming from what's what's happening we got boys in the hood new jack city um and, and all those hood classics because of what was going on in new york what was going on in la at the mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. so ain't nothing going on right now obviously because y'all can't create no classics in this generation yeah they just That's keep recreating and recycling songs so so watch this movies. they 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 recreate what we did in the 80s and the 90s but then it's all but then it's trash but it came from a classic. So I, I think mean, I think it's because and shout out to Spence for this because I hear him say this a lot when they get to talking about movies and music. It's kind of like with Bad Boys. We I couldn't watch Bad Boys at the age of 40 the way I watched it at the age of 15 because mm -hmm. I have evolved as a person. I've been through some things. I've, you know what I'm saying? I'm older, I'm more educated, even have more life experience. So it's, it's like a movie, like even poetic justice. Cause I watched that recently, man, the, I'm, I'm not going to say it's not a classic and I don't like it, but watching it and just how toxic all of that was lucky in her, uh, her homegirl and her dude <laughs> that was watching toxic, how yeah. toxic all that was as an adult i'm like hell but, not but back in the day when i was a kid i was like oh look at watch this. baby boy then but Man. you know but you know what though i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad you said that because you said you said watching it as a as a 40 year old how toxic it was as a youngster, I knew how toxic it was, but this is, and this goes to um, Malcolm and Marie. I know the reality of that, whether I lived it personally or I seen somebody else go through it. So I'm not. I, what's I'm, that about? I haven't seen that. I still. You gotta, I can't. I, I'll just say the word toxic, but it <laughs> also to me, it was actually refreshing. But after you watch it, after you watch it, then we can go through that. Okay. But <laughs> we get these movies, and I'm like, I know that it's a toxic situation, but this is also reality. You know what I mean? So I don't. Is that what I, they're trying to make, though? No, I don't know oh, what they. I don't know what they're trying to do in, in today's 
world. I, was, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. Like to me, they might as well just stick with the Marvel shit, where everything is just make believe. <laughs> but but they do a great job with the snowfalls. But think of when you think of when you look at snowfall, they had to go dig deep in the eighties and the early nineties for that content. And the, and the thing about that is with snowfall. Like you said, it's based in the 80s and it's based on true things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's wild to see, but I know that it's real. I just didn't know the extent. Like I only knew a little bit about, you know, because I hadn't done a ton of research into it. And I mean, of course, I'm sure they took creative freedom on some stuff, but it's based on reality. So I think that's a little the different. First season, I think you said it was based more on reality than the, right. every other season. Oh, okay. But well, well, watch this though. Out of the three and almost a half seasons, um, it, it may not be actual events, but shit like this has happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so yeah. I, last I, episode. The, the, gang, the gang violence that they oh, show yeah. in Snowfall. Maybe somebody didn't die exactly that way. Niggas have died like that in L.A. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's like the wire, the the wire, and that's a classic. And a lot some people in today, like I've heard within the past, I want to say last last three years, someone has mentioned that the wire wasn't a classic because they had they didn't have they had a couple of seasons that was trash. And I'm like, look, man, I'm done. everybody that i've ever talked to about that i watch power has always told me shout out to mike from off the record he definitely was like you gotta watch the wire and maybe one day i will because i've always been into shows like i used to watch oz y'all remember that when they was in prison at a bc and all them i i've always been into shows like that and but what I will give the Sopranos is the Sopranos aged well. I loved it in the 90s, and I'm watching it now. Now, Meadow and Anthony Jr. are trash, and I would have been slapping the hell out of them every day, every episode as a parent. But there are kids, but there are kids really like that, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's real. There are rich entitled kids where they get in trouble and it's oh i'm just gonna take your credit card away instead of like real consequences you know what i'm saying so but other than that what's the biggest what's the biggest complaint what's the biggest complaint about the sopranos if i'm honest i don't have one well i mean the ongoing complaint is has has always been the ending has been the last the last the last episode which I don't remember it because I only watched it all the way through back when it was out. And then now I'm watching it now. So I'll get there, but Uh I don't even remember. Didn't he? Okay. So how did it end? Well, well, look, cause I, I've actually got it. I've actually got some feedback before saying that I spoiled this show that came out years ago. Right. Sons of Anarchy. Hey, this is my platform. So Spoil alert! It is what it is. But but it, but it was one of those. It, the The last episode was one of those endings where it allowed you to come up with your own perspective. 
And a lot of people didn't didn't like that. Um, and again, when you when you are watching The Sopranos when it first came out, then yes, you're in a different mind state. You probably wanted more. Just like all these other shows that only go maybe three or four seasons and then that's it and we want more, mm. they didn't give us any more. So mm. now when you watch it, you're going to go through it and you probably say, you probably still had that same feeling like they, ca- they could have come up with a different ending, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're old enough and mature enough to know that where they're probably leaving this a blank canvas for me to paint it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I got a. Did he? Okay, so I know in real life he didn't die before the show ended, though he died after the fact, right? I think it was at, yeah, it was after the show. Okay, that's that's what I thought. I like I know he's no longer with us, but I just everything feels. I want to say it was after the show. I mean. No, I don't know. I guess I'll find out <laughs> when I get there because that's what I've been like. I've been watching that. I've been watching Snowfall. You know, that's about that's actually a lot of shows for me because normally I only really watch Power. Um, I need to but, get into Sopranos, but I've been rewatching The Wire a little bit with the Snowfall. Hmm. Yeah. Wire, Wire is a classic, man. You can rewatch that show, and it's yeah, a good show. See, yeah. I like shows like that where you could re-watch it because mm, like the movie Inception is a movie like that, that I, I own it and I've watched it multiple times and I know what's going to happen and every time I love it, you know what I'm saying? Like thinking so deeply about somebody planting ideas in your head and then like the freaking special effects were out of this world in that movie. Like, now, now, let me tell you something about that movie. And <laughs> this goes to our point is that certain people are not going to like it for certain reasons, right? Oh, yeah. So, so my mm-hmm. wife hates that movie. But let, really? me tell you, but let me tell you why. She gets motion sickness. Mm. Mm. So the movie That's- could be written dope yeah <laughs> like you said <laughs> the, the special effects is killer but it's gonna make her throw up wow. so she, so she no, can't do it because it's crazy i tweeted because you know i've been live tweeting stuff a lot and people hop on like i tried to like it why do you like it and, and in my mind i'm like it's okay if you don't like man one somebody was like i did because i was like this is a top tier movie in my opinion and i know this is how twitter is so i'm i don't don't care but they were like well i disagree and i did an episode about it you should check it out and i was just like i'm fine with you not liking it i don't like we could just disagree i mean agree to disagree and it's, I still like it. Like your episode is not going to change my mind. It's I've not seen, going to change my yeah, mind. Like no oh, anything is going to change my mind on how I feel about anything. And I like I like, I like I like watching movies by myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we're never going to watch a movie together, buddy. You know right. I mean? But what was he about to say, Cedric? Oh no! I was just thinking about his other. I was just thinking about like Shutter Island. That was another movie that was pretty deep. That was pretty good to me. Yeah, Shutter Island. You gotta turn the lights off for that one. I ain't never seen that. 
I like the the ending is what got me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he those two. I would say that's more of a classic than uh than uh, Inception. Mm. I've never seen it. I might have. What's it about? Um, a detective, the uh, basically um, kind of trying to. Um, go investigate this island. It's called Shutter Island, where they have like a bunch of patients. Um, whether they're sick, um, they kill people, mental patients, they have something wrong with them, but he's basically like investigating. I think it was like some murder that happened there, if I remember mm. right, or something happened at this island and he was supposed to like investigate it, but it's it, it's real deep. You got to kind of watch it. It's, it's, it's not mm. what you think. It's almost I like, like an exception. I like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I like movies like that, that really make you think, which makes me think, did y'all ever, did y'all get into a uh, ratchet nurse ratchet, that Netflix series? Um, I've been meaning to, but I, when, I try, when, yeah. when everybody started to watch it, I just never got around to it. But, um, you know, not that it matters, but I, I did hear some good things about that. I really, really, really like that. But I'm just, I'm a fan of stuff that has to do with psychology and stuff like that. Stuff that makes you think or like, I might not have had a complaint about Sopranos back then because I might have wanted to come up with my own conclusion because that's how I am. I don't know. We'll see when I get back to the end because if I I promise you I don't remember <laughs> what happened, how I felt, any of that. But uh yeah, Ratchet was I I didn't think I would like it just because the because it was from I don't know if it's like the 50s or the 40s or I don't know what time frame it was. So I wasn't sure if I would like it, but it was actually really good uh series and i'll i I don't know if they'll bring it back for season two because they ended it in a way where it seems like they could come back you know what i'm saying so yeah um one show that's not that deep that i like is on is um what's that um spartacus spartacus I i think it's like two or three seasons Real easy to watch because somebody dies every episode. It's always killing the bloodshed. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. That's is it, all it is. set in like the you know Hercules and all them? Yeah. Time? Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. a lot of nudity, a lot of nudity, a lot of killing. That's all it is. Somebody that's, dies every episode. That's about yo, how yo. Troy was. I love Troy. Like and they was having crazy sex back then. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, and they show it. They oh, show everything. Yeah, get off of her. God. <laughs> everything. Like every episode, somebody's ass or titties is out. Somebody, somebody's naked. Somebody's dying. Some and the, character that you didn't think should die is dying. And that's, that's the crazy one. part about it. Is like, how do y'all balance like? sex and death like one is supposed <laughs> to like not make you that upset anymore like, but it's the reality of humanity like think about gang members who go kill somebody and then go home and sleep with a wife girlfriend whatever like we all have needs we all have urges that need <laughs> to be fulfilled or whatever so i mean even think about the movie troy where it was all that sex and you know, dude was sleeping with the king's wife, started a whole war 
over that and but then there was also killing because that's that's how we are as people we're very self-centered and if we want to kill somebody we're gonna kill somebody if we want to be <laughs> sexually fulfilled then we're gonna do that if we want to do drugs or get drunk or you know eat you know we're gonna do what we want to do and i think it's just the reality of life i guess i got Shout a question Troy. I got a question for y'all. And this is going to be the first time I actually really ask this question. Always thought it in my head. Do y'all think, it's a two-part question, do y'all think in certain movies, yeah, I know, I know, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that edible hit, didn't it, Baylor? Yes, it did. <laughs> Do y'all think in some of these movies they really have sex? And if you do, which movie would that be? Hmm. I never thought of that. I never thought of that. You uh, know, because I and I'm more so you know, I'm more so thinking about the scenes like uh, uh like in Belly, that scene, not not DMX, not DMX and uh Keisha, but Nas oh, and T <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't think they maybe had sex on scene, but like maybe like I mean, we all know about Mr. and Mrs. Smith and what that led to with yeah. Angelina Jolie and uh, right. Brad Pitt. Right. See, I and it's so funny that you bring this up because I actually recently watched an interview that uh, Joseph Sakura did about the sex scenes in Power. Mm-hmm. And it actually now I'm not saying every every male actor thinks like him, but for him, and you know I'm a fan of his anyway because I'm Team Tommy. But it made me really respect him just as a man because one of the things he said is that, like he was explaining how when they're in those scenes, it's like there be like 30 people. You know what I'm saying? 30 dudes that are the protection people that are doing this and doing that and it's a and first they do a uh i forget what he called i guess we'll just say a rehearsal where they're fully dressed and they're just saying like this is what we're gonna do or whatever but one of the things he said is that you know if you're an a professional now i'm paraphrasing it because he said it more eloquently you your job is to make the actress feel safe and feel protected it's like it shouldn't be you doing all that and making it actually a sexual thing otherwise you're in the wrong field because the thing i (laughs) he really said that because he was like because let's think about it they're playing make-believe you know what i'm saying like you said and and my went to a whole <laughs> I can't. That's what he said. But but as a woman, that made I don't me think respect every man thinks about that though. And that's what I that's what I said. Cause he was like, in my mind, what's going on is like a million different things are going on. So he was like, for me, it's not a I'm aroused type moment because they're working. So if you think about it like that, when I'm at work. I'm in a totally different, I'm in grind mode or even when I'm editing or 
planning towards, you know, the other things I'm working on or whatever I'm doing, let's even say working out, I'm in a different mindset than when I'm chilling. Okay, so, so, so what mindset was Janet in when she said she needed Pop to get an HIV test before they did any kissing? Mm. Really? Yeah. I did hear that. Uh, I hate wow. I think, but they had to kiss though. And I think, I don't even think that was a sexual thing. I think that was just, if we going to be swapping spit and I know you out here talking about some, I get around, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I don't get what you got. Right. But yeah. at, at the time I'm a youngster. So I'm thinking, <laughs> well, damn, they really having sex? Like, <laughs> nah. Well, I, don't, I don't think that was happening. I don't think, think, I don't, I don't think I don't think so either. Not Especially not on. Not on film, but nah. but but as a kid, that had me thinking like, cause Monster Ball. I think it led to sexual encounters off site yeah. in the oh, film. Like I think up. it left to sexual encounters. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think Pac had him. I think Pac was knocking him down. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, don't think I can't like imagine the them being yeah in front yeah, of thirty I, camera people and. Just, Man, I'm like, let's take this somewhere else. If I'm that horny, if I want to get it like that, yeah, like, hey, can, <laughs> hey, come to my trailer though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because because yeah. no, I get, I get, I get where you're coming from as far as like, look, you're a professional. You know what I mean? In some cases, some of these actors are married. You know what I mean? And sometimes their spouse is on set and things hey, like that. Hey, he's married. That's but, the crazy thing. I didn't realize he was married. But I, I'm not going. I said I'm not gonna lie to you, my brother. If if I'm Tommy, yeah. and, oh, Lala. And, and Lala is, <laughs> I'm like I know who Carmelo Anthony is. I know this. I know who my wife is. This scene is happening right now, though. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get it. Be, I get it. Being a professional, but being a man, and I, I'm, I'm gonna speak for them. I'm speak for them too. Like that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. And then looking at the scene, what about Insecure season one, Lawrence? I right never at, watched that. Okay, all right. What well, that you're talking about? Because obviously, he's watched a little bit of that. Oh yeah, that scene right there is like this. This is either phenomenal acting. Or y'all are doing this in front of us. Well, even ghosts, because I mean, yeah, ghost, good ghost sex scenes, both Ghost and Tommy were, I mean, it looked real. Like they are some amazing actors when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> but never in my mind did I ever. Now, what I have thought since we're on this and you asked this is I have thought not like, intentionally like somebody was like oh yeah we about to do this but i've thought like well has it ever accidentally because like they be butt naked like you can see a lot of things in some of these shows and it's kind of like how are you not accidentally even just rubbing up again like you don't gotta go all up in there but how are you not accidentally just 
Yeah, I know. I mean, that's I why when you said the DMX scene, that's the only scene I honestly yeah. think that there's ever been any kind of. <laughs> 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 hey, look, <laughs> if you told me that, that you don't think that. I thought, hey, I was like, oh, hey, though, it is DMX, <laughs> so it could. <laughs> I, I definitely think that the if anybody, I think DMX has sex in, but that's funny. Oh yeah, yeah, but. So, we have officially left Bad Boy. Yeah. Right. We left that about 30 minutes yeah, ago. Man. But I mean, it is what it is because this is really good. And honestly, like Soul, that was a very deep, complex movie. Yeah. Bad Boys, deeper. plus, that was my first time seeing it. If we were visiting stuff, it's going to be a different type of movie review because one, we've already seen it. And this is, let me just tell my listeners, this is never going to be me breaking down the movie scene by scene. And Mm -hmm. no, this is going to be me reacting to the movie and us just like us, I should say, reacting to it, us discussing whatever. And it's going to go where it's going to go. Like that's how, that's what I actually hate is if, Cause I don't even do my sports show like that. I don't break down a basketball game or a football game like play by play. Yeah, that's so boring to me. So I'm not going to break down a movie like mm-hmm. scene by scene. Hell or, no. Like hell no. Then you no. find it a reason not to like it. Like, yeah, no. We just gonna always come like this, and we're and and the thing about with my show, if you're a it's so funny. I tweeted this yesterday. I was talking to somebody, not a podcaster. It was like a face-to-face conversation with someone. And they asked me if I scripted my show. And in my mind, I just kind of thought like, obviously you've never listened to my show because <laughs> like, I just be talking and go yeah. where all over the place. And sometimes I forget just like earlier when I said, dang, I forgot. I like, Y'all just get to ride my train of thought on whatever the topic is. You just never, it never is. We only talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Even in the episode I just did with Janae, the first half of the show was all serious where I'm talking about her junior year. Then at the end, I started judging her on her food choices and asking her why she likes candy corn because oh, I don't wow. yeah man <laughs> yeah man mm. so it's kind of like this is me and I the way I look at it this deep into podcasting if you listen to me this is obviously what you appreciate because we we gonna give you whatever we got and that's just that's just what it's gonna be so uh I guess I will say just to kind of wrap it up. Uh, on the bad boys note kind of bring us full circle um i did enjoy it though it wasn't a movie that like i still laughed like i you know what i'm saying laughed back then i still appreciated um the violence and you know what i'm saying just i still like the movie it's just certain things made me think a little deeper and question you know relational dynamics and stuff but it didn't i'm not gonna say i wouldn't say it didn't age well Uh especially because the third one tied is still you know what i'm saying like 
tied and brought out some new revelations that we didn't have back then. So I wouldn't say it didn't age well. I would say that from all the cop shows that I've seen, except the part where you left the witness and except that part, everything else seemed realistic based on other, you know what I'm saying? Like CSI or whatever that I've watched where it's like, okay, yeah, you probably would walk up to a house and just bust in, but make it seem like it was an accident. Like they did when they found the dead guy. Yeah. You probably would have a criminal hack into the computer system since old girl quote unquote, couldn't do it, but really she didn't want to do it. You know what Uh, I'm saying? uh. You probably would do that because you, I mean, you, you leverage stuff and you do what you got to do. So I felt in that regard, it seemed now I'm obviously not a cop, but based on what I've seen, shit, look at snowfall, the CIA (laughs) brought crack to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to know what's crazy about the secretary getting caught? Like she just she was waiting. Like she mm-hmm. just she mm-hmm. just got her. That's why when they looked over, she was like, "Yes, yeah, it's me, big dog. I know." But it's I crazy know. she didn't get fired. But you know, I believe yeah. that stuff like that happens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So they slow mo game phenomenal. <laughs> the slow mo clips, yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Yeah. What about you, said? Oh yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I um I enjoyed watching uh old uh I mean young Will and young Martin yeah. Morris. That's what I really liked, especially like I was noticing I was like when they was running, when they was doing that running scene, when they was just running and I was, I was like, yeah. man, they was they was young back in the day. They was actually in shape. Six Martin, packs just yeah, Martin <laughs> <laughs> going from a full three like a one eighty from Martin, like yeah. uh him being like running down the street and him in the new one, he he can barely even sit in the side of the motorcycle shooting a little <laughs> minigun without having problems in that scene in that movie. So but that's nah. realistic too, because you know, you get yes. older and yes. I you, love that about the bad boys three that they yeah. didn't really try to throw any CGI or anything like yeah. that. They actually leaned into they they was like, no, nah, Martin, come come to come here. Gain he, a couple more a, pounds. Right. He's been <laughs> a family man. So that yeah. it, it makes, you know what I'm saying? It makes, makes sense. sense. It's it was realistic. Yeah, because he wanted to retire anyways. He didn't really yeah. I didn't think they was even gonna come out with a bad boys three. So I it, didn't either. <laughs> so for them to even do that was actually a treat. Everybody. Yeah, do y'all, do y'all have a uh do y'all have a favorite, like a favorite scene or a favorite part in the movie? It's one part that I've been saying since I watched the movie. I say it all the time. Of all the bad boys or just the bad boys one? Just bad boys one. My favorite scene? Yeah. My favorite scene is huh. um, <laughs> when he kills Fouché. And the reason why is because he was going to let him live uh-huh. but he saw the the gun glistening in the sunlight <laughs> and that just shows how good of a cop he really is which kind of even disproves the part when Marcus was trying to make it seem like he just a rich boy playing cop like yeah. i feel like that really just showed in that moment 
yeah, he killed him, but he wasn't going to at first. You know what I'm saying? So I right. that was my favorite scene. Plus, because I know because he killed Max, I know how good that felt to just go ahead and have a reason, yeah, the reason to, to, kill him. to be able to kill him without having to hear anybody's mouth about it. So that, that was my favorite part. <laughs> I probably got two. I'm glad you said that. I probably got two. The bottom one is uh when uh when he was on the phone with Will and his wife, mm-hmm. and uh he ran back to the house and he was climbing up. He was like, "You think you're gonna do this? We got my babies in the crib." <laughs> and that that whole scene was hilarious to me. And then um also the uh the last little scene with the car chase and everything. I always like when he says like that's how you shoot that's how you're supposed to oh, drive. Yeah. I, oh, I think yeah, those are yeah, classic yeah. scenes. Classic <laughs> that's scenes. how you drive. Yeah. Now on. Yeah. <laughs> Them is just classics. Like you can all you can, people quote that today. So. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, it was actually yours, but just before he got shot. Mm. When, what he said because you know with me, me and my little brother, and now my family, we got a lot of nerve guns. <laughs> and so we'd be shooting each other and stuff like that. But back in the day, me and my little brother used to go at it. And so the scene where he uh, got the head to his gun and he's yeah. like, he's like, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I will I will always do that. He'll have a gun and I'll put it to my head. I'm like, do it. <laughs> the thing about it though is that. He tried to like get in his head, talk about oh, almost like you little pussy, you couldn't kill me. Cause it's like he would rat it's so crazy how many criminals would rather die than mm-hmm. go to jail. Like mm-hmm. so many people and me, I'm like, first of all, I just ain't committing no crime because I'm not going to jail. <laughs> That's number one. But number two, I've always been the type like when I uh I don't even know if I've ever talked about this on here, but when I shot someone, you shot someone. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was OG. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when I when I shot this person, like I know, I know, I know, and, and it's crazy because people who only know me, like Cedric, obviously you've known me all your life. People who I remember the story. Know, I still yeah. remember mom being pissed about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. remember her hanging up, cussing everybody out. Ooh. Yeah, my mom. Ooh. She she had she definitely had to have a come to Jesus talk with me, talking about if you basically like if you don't get your shit together, I'm taking your kids from you type stuff. But uh, but when I did that. I didn't try to run. So there's there's two sides to me. There is the side of me that I'm not committing crimes. I'm not like I'm not trying to do anything to go to jail. But then there's the part of me that makes calculated decisions. And when I make a decision, I've weighed the cost and I felt like whatever may happen, I'm willing to. So like I couldn't go anywhere, one, because this person had slashed my back tire. But also, I still could have tried to do something, but it's crazy how so many people, because the person did not die, have committed murders and they just get away scot-free. But when I shoot somebody, police come in from both sides of the block, so all I could do was just sit there. And in true fashion of, 
like who I am and y'all should see it. Like, I love that Cedric's on here because Cedric would be like, nah, if I was lying or, you know what I'm saying? Something <laughs> like that. But how I, how it was is okay. So then I saw the police coming on both sides of the block. So I'm like, okay, eventually they're going to figure out that it was me. So I just pulled up in front of the person's house that was back when I used to smoke cigarettes. So I lit a cigarette and I just kind of sat there smoking my cigarette. The gun was on the seat. Like I didn't waste no time trying to run or nothing. And I remember they came to the car all, all aggressive, guns drawn. Get out the car. Get out the car. And I was just like, calm down. The gun is on the seat. Like it's not that deep. Y'all hmm. don't need to be that aggressive. Got out the car. He put me in handcuffs sat me on the curb and then it's crazy because then when the officer was taking me downtown I'm like well do you want to know why I did it like do you want to know why this happened so I told him and then when I went downtown and I'm in the I don't know what it's called I guess interrogation room or whatever the holding room it was I wasn't in a jail cell I was just in a room so let me give y'all a little background information. So, and I'm not telling you who I shot Baylor. I, I'll tell you offline, but I'm not putting it on here on purpose. Not because I don't want y'all to know, but I don't want the person who it was to potentially hear this and make it seem like I'm trying to glorify what I did. You know what I'm saying? Because this is somebody that, it's crazy. We have since squashed this and, and <clears throat> it's somebody who, I mean, people who know, know who it is, but you know, I'll tell you when we done recording Baylor, but we, uh, <clears throat> so three weeks prior to that, I had been stabbed by my ex. And so that was that, that was that close to that. Uh huh. Uh huh. <sighs> So that was a that was a crazy month. Yep, yep. So I was stabbed multiple times, which caused me to lose my job, which caused me also to get evicted because I was in public housing. And apparently, if you get stabbed in your house, not me stabbing somebody, but me getting stabbed, apparently I broke some violation of whatever and put people in danger because I got stabbed. <clears throat> so all that happened so i was in this place of i just don't give a fuck for you know lack of a better way to put it so blah 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 but the thing about it is the police who came to my house when i got stabbed are the same police that were a part of when i shot this person so what i told the police was that this person came at me with a knife and I just got stabbed three weeks ago and I didn't know what was going to happen. And so then I hear the police out there talking about, Hey, you remember the girl who got stabbed on, you know, where I live, that's her in there. And so they let me go and I never got charges for that. Hmm. Yep. Not even, uh, I didn't know that was, uh, yeah, not even a un, <laughs> not even an unregistered, and I don't know why that happened like that because I shot somebody and like 
but they let me go. They were like, no, nah, this is what they said. They were like, we would let you go, but you got a traffic warrant, so you got to go to Bedrock, which is, that's just what they call it here. And then when I went to Bedrock, he was like, do you want to go home? And I'm like, hell yeah. So I signed up for uh, the offender work program where you got to pick up trash on the highway or whatever. But yeah, think, but they didn't want, want to do no paperwork. I yeah. guess not. They didn't want to do no paperwork on that. Yeah. But see, think about how effed up that is, though, when you think about it. I shot somebody. Somebody was in the hospital, like, plotting revenge, but God intervened. And I know this because I, I talked to the person. That's why I said we've we since squashed. I mean, we squashed it years ago. But <clears throat> they were in the hospital, like, because they knew where I stayed, they knew where my mama stayed, just like I knew where they stayed and they mama stayed. So it was, it was a crazy situation. But they were like a nurse or some old lady or something came up to them and was like, "I know what you're planning to do," and like basically what this person was thinking. They said, "I know you're planning to blah 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 blah." But that's not what God wants you to do. And they just took it as God was speaking to them. So they actually called me way before I was even sorry for what I did and said, I forgive you. Uh, mm. Yep. That's so, deep. Yeah. So I didn't expect to get into that. But actually, that's <laughs> not that deep because if I, I mean, you shoot me, I'm thinking about that every day. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're thinking about that or not, so yeah, I might come to you before you come to me. Yeah, because <laughs> I, you know, I expected, you know, what I'm saying, it to be some stuff that it it didn't, and I've seen them since then. Know. Yeah, my life like, in jeopardy. I was a kid, man. I didn't. I was... so, so... <laughs> <laughs> my life is. On that note, we gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Um, remind the people where they can find y'all. Goodness. Uh, my name is Cedric. You can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram at CLW51. All right. And I am BTG, a.k.a. Baby the Great, on all social media platforms. Like I said, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Don't take it personal. But <laughs> if you do... Do it. <laughs> Mike says that in my bio. In Not do it. Says, Don't it. Take this oh seriously. my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Y'all make sure y'all take care of your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health. Oh, yeah. All that Definitely. good stuff. Especially. Definitely. I mean, 2021 is different, but it's still a lot of bull going on. So make sure y'all take care of yourselves. Be kind to people too. We're all walking around. I don't care how much you see us, ha ha, he he, and all on this episode. Nine times out of ten, we all got stuff we going through. So everybody you encounter is going through a battle that you don't even know. So be kind. That's why I always say that. But we don't take to- no bullshit from nobody, too. That's a fact. Okay, yeah, that too. <laughs> no bullshit for nobody. Yeah, I, I ain't saying being a doormat, but I'm saying don't be out here trying to be toxic and just treat people like trash because you just you don't want to be the one to push that person over the head. So thank y'all so much for sticking with us. Hopefully, y'all come back. 
next week. I I only shot one person. I don't I don't do no, that no more. <laughs> I live for the Lord. And I be out here <laughs> trying to promote goodness on the earth. So yeah, thank y'all. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition, another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for. Tim.